What's going on, Northern Exbrosure? It's your boy, Jerry, the TR Expert Washington, here at Gentle Fitness Company Studio. Yeah, I'm back here, <laughs> and I got another episode for you. It is Wednesday, December 23rd, 2020, and this is episode number 517, and today I'm going to be talking about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, literally, I'm going to be talking about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, because I was actually, uh, I was singing some Christmas carols today, and it just struck me. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is just an, an amazing, amazing character that, you know, he gets his shine, but I don't think we understand why he gets his shine. You know, we all kind of, sometimes we do things, and we don't realize why we do things, and I think it's, it's, it's worthy, or I think it's worth it sometimes to uh, sit down and think about why we think what we think, why we do what we do, why the traditions are that we have, so that, you know, when we might want to make a change, we understand why we should be making a change. Because I feel like sometimes people make a change just to make a change. And unfortunately, that's not always the right answer. Sometimes you should be sticking to what you know, because, hey, it works. And sometimes you should make a change. But I think all the time, you should understand why you are doing what you're doing before you make a change because that is an important that is such an important thing i didn't really talk about that in this episode but i really think that's a uh, an important aspect to uh, you know success in life you know a lot of people make changes and they change too soon and they miss out on opportunities and you ask them why they made a change and they just like well i just felt like it, it felt i had gut instinct and sometimes gut instinct is a really good idea uh, other times it's not such a smart move but uh that's for another episode actually i've been uh cooking one up with a, i have a have a I have an interview that I want to do with somebody that I know that actually did that thing as they almost followed their instinct and are living they're really living a good life right now and uh it's actually one of my friends uh, that I, I I saw from the I saw this happen from the very beginning you know so it's kind of funny to see how it happened but that's for another episode another time I'll keep you posted on when that's coming uh, hopefully sometime uh, in the in the next uh, next season which will be coming up pretty soon. All right, so yeah, let's go and get in this episode. Episode number 517 of the TR Expert Talks. Why Rudolph is such a dope reindeer. <laughs> Let's go!
<laughs> so it's an interesting one. You know, this weekend I was singing Christmas carols with a friend, and I was singing all kinds of Christmas carols. You know, Twelve Days of Christmas. I, by the way, I dare you to try to sing Twelve Days of Christmas uh, without like any rehearsal. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of tough to remember all twelve of the days off the bat. It's been a while. I was like, uh, oh, what what was it? six six geese laying <laughs> five golden rings? We remember that one, right? But. Uh, yeah, we were singing our Christmas carols. We came across uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That was an interesting one, right? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is one that we all know, we all love, and he's a character that we all know and love. You know, I think I would say that, and this might be my biased opinion, I would say that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is probably more a more popular character uh, than... Uh, definitely, uh, definitely uh, uh, Frosty, uh, Jack Frost, of course, uh, maybe not Old Man Winter. Well, maybe so. You know, people talk about Ru- Rudolph a lot more than Old Man Winter. And I think he probably ranks up there with Santa and, and his elves in terms of folklore. You know, and I, I wonder, I, you know, I wondered about that. I was like, why is it that we love Rudolph so much? What is it about Rudolph? I mean, he's just like a deer with... You know, he's a reindeer. Great. Yeah, I guess he's kind of magical. But I mean, I mean, damn, Frosty is a snowman that came to life, right? You know, reindeer already exists. You know, maybe they don't have red, shiny noses, but, you know, you know, conjuring life from a from a snowball. That's pretty amazing, if you ask me. And I would say that, you know, all, all things considered that, you know, Frosty should definitely be up there. But yet, it's Rudolph. And I think about that, and I'm like, why is it that Rudolph is so popular? You know, we even have a, the, 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 the spinoff song, you know, where they have you saw Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer, you know, had a shiny nose, and everywhere you saw it, every, every, if you ever saw it, yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> even if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows like a light bulb. You know, you know those little ad-libs that people put in there? So I, I just find it interesting that we're so... Intrigued by Bam, or Bambi, uh, by Rudolph, and at first I thought, you know, I guess it's kind of cool to have a light. We're interested by, we're we're intrigued by light. Uh, but I think about, it, I think about it a lot more, and I think, you know, light is good, and you know, we could probably get, have a whole other episode on how the light that shines us uh, to, towards our our path is uh, the light that we follow into our uh into our potential uh, but <laughs> i'm not prepared to talk about that today but what i did want to talk about is how i think rudolph is actually every single one of us rudolph is every one of us in the way that he has a special talent that he doesn't find until absolutely well well he wasn't really pressured but he doesn't find until he undergoes this well, he, he he undergoes kind of a, a transformation as a hero uh, because he was ridiculed, right? I mean, they made fun of him. Every You know, they used to laugh and call him names, right? So, like, Rudolph is every one of us. Is he's, he, he embodies the fear that we all have of social ridicule, right? Of social embarrassment. Everybody's afraid of, like, standing out for being different, right? That's why everybody tries to follow fads and everybody tries to be 
part of the social norms because nobody really wants to stand out, which is understandable. It's, you know, <laughs> biologically, it makes sense for us because we're social creatures. And, you know, historically, uh, when back in the days as cavemen, if you were somebody that stood out, somebody that wasn't part of the social group, you could, that essentially meant you're risking your life because that would mean that you're not part of the group. You're not part of the protection that is offered from the wild, wild environment that is the world. You know, back in the days, they had <laughs> lions, tigers, and bears. Yeah, I don't think they had lions, tigers, and bears because I don't think they all live in the same, you know, <laughs> habitat. But you get what I'm saying. They had all kinds of crazy animals, and they were fighting them, fighting them off with like sticks and stones, more or less, right? A pointed stick is what they were trying to fight off these wild beasts. So like, it it would behoove you to try to stick with the so stick with the social norms and try to form groups so that you can be protected. So. Obviously, you know that it's in our DNA to try to stick with the culture, try to be part of a group, of some kind of in-group, you know? Otherwise, you're left to possibly fend danger off by yourself. So that's the thing that we deal with. We want to all fit in. However, we're all special and unique. I don't want to say special in the way that we're all special in that way, you know? When we get to when you get into that realm, we're all special. When you get into that, you know, everybody deserves prizes and all that all that stuff. Uh, then you start we start talking about equality, but not in the sense that well, it is equality for the sake of equality, and it's not equality based on uh, a single. Fa- uh, it's not equality based on a, a factor that may help the group so to speak, right? Because at the end of the day, the whole point of equality is to try to have, is try to give the people that deserve the attention or the people that deserve the opportunity, the opportunities. That's why we have equality. You see, like, if people didn't, if, if you just gave equality across the board, then you would have so many people that didn't deserve a chance getting a chance that you would actually filter out the 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 good. Think about it this way. Think about it if you were ha- if you had unlimited, unlimited exam or unlimited choices, right? If there was unlimited choices into what you could have. However, you had a limited amount of time to make those choices. You wouldn't be able to tell what would be the right choice, right? You would have to go through an unlimited amount of of options and. There's no way of telling what is going to be the right thing for you. So the thing is why we want to have some kind of like equality, but you don't want to have equality that's not based on some kind of aptitude or, 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 or what's the word I'm looking for? Earned right for that. I can't think of the word that I'm looking for, but aptitude or you want to be, you want to have somebody that earns that spot. You don't want to have somebody that just got in there. Like say, for instance, uh, I can't think of the the word here for, you know, other than aptitude, but here's another example. If you needed life saving surgery, would you go for uh, a doctor from Harvard that had, you know, many degrees and had all kinds of experience? Or would you go for for a doctor uh, or a surgeon you know, they're both surgeons, but you need a life saving surgery. You could go, would you go for a doctor from Harvard that had uh, multiple uh, years of experience or would you go for a 
surgeons fresh out of a state school that just, you know, was going to do his first surgery on you. Obviously, you know who you would pick, right? So there is a difference between a competency, that's the word I was looking for, competency and aptitude in, in, in relation to the choices that we want to make, because that's essentially uh, what we're all trying to do is make the right choice. So back to uh, Rudolph. So Rudolph, he embodies our feelings of being part of the out group, being part of the uh, not being part of the crowd. You know, he embodies that that feeling that we all have. And we know that because we know that people get, you know, they get their name, get called names and they have their peers make fun of them. And maybe that didn't happen to everybody, but everybody has that fear. However, we all love Rudolph because he overcame that. Now, granted, it's not a complete story because of the fact that he wasn't, <clears throat> he didn't earn the right to go and be the uh, the leader of the sleigh. You know, he wasn't, the, he, didn't, he, he didn't earn it. He just happened to be born with this this gift that happened that he didn't know was a gift until later on. So I guess, you know, and I mean, we're, it's a child, it's a, obviously a child song, so you don't want to go too in depth, but I think that is really the base of why we love Rudolph. We all love a hero. Now, obviously he, he's, like I said, he's not a hero in the sense that he, he overcame something and <clears throat> through hard work and determination became something else. However, he still embodies those qualities of someone that was someone that was not exactly uh, loved at first and became loved uh, because of something that he did. He did end up guiding the sleigh throughout the night, right, and led the led the the, the way so bright. What was it? How's it go with his nose so bright? He guided the he guided Santa's sleigh that night, right? <laughs> so. He did he did do something. However, it wasn't because he had to uh you know, he didn't fight for anything. He just kind of existed and he uh I guess he didn't run. So I guess that, that that in that way he's a hero, but you know, obviously we look at heroes as someone that had to go to undergo something and they had to overcome that challenge to be great whereas he was kind of just bestowed that because people made fun of him and because he had this innate quality to light up his nose. <laughs> so, you know, it's not, it's not a perfect metaphor, but I think that is, to, to me, that's why that really embodies uh, what we see as a hero and why we love this little reindeer called Rudolph. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. That's just one of the, I'm getting in the Christmas spirit. So like, I just wanted to get that out there. That's my little thought on, uh, on Rudolph and heroes and why we should always strive to be great, no matter who we are, what we are, what our quote unquote disability is. Because, you know, the fact that we all have a, you know, some kind of limitation or disability is it's, it's we all know this. We all can look inside ourselves and know that there's something that we would love to change, or at least that's something that we are trying to improve upon. So you know, I think the the reason why, I guess, to sum this up, the reason why we love Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and his shiny nose is because he does embody that character. He embodies that little part of us that feels a little bit socially inadequate. Uh, it feels a little bit like we're being judged by the outside world, but 
We persevere, not necessarily run, not necessarily running the danger head first, but sometimes you just have to persevere, be who you are, and wait for the certain wait for the situation to arise when whatever your quote unquote limitation is turns into a strength. So that's why I always say, you know, you never know what the future may hold. You never can really judge one situation based on uh, the facts from another situation because we never are in the same place at the same time, uh, whether it be in, in actual time, whether we're talking about physical location, because if, even if you're standing in the same spot, you're not standing in the same spot because we're rotating around the sun. <laughs> we're, ro- we're spinning on an axis while we're rotating around the sun while traveling through the galaxy at millions of light years per minute, per minute or second. I don't know. We're traveling pretty damn fast, though. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, you just do what you do. Be you and just keep working on yourself. Whatever it is that you want to be, get better at, just keep doing it, you know? And don't be, afraid, don't be sad if you're, not, if you're not winning right now because you never know when your time to shine might be. So, yeah, yeah, just be, uh, just be who you are. Be you. Be a hero. Be like Rudolph and shine through the night. <laughs> All right, so that's what I got for you today. I really do appreciate you listening. I hope you had a good time listening to this one. It was a little waxing poetically and uh, just kind of getting outside the box a little bit and just thinking about different aspects of heroship. Is that a word? Heroship? I don't know. But different aspects of being a hero. I think that's important to think about because we all want to kind of be heroes in our own lives. Maybe not necessarily somebody that's like a superhero that's saving the day, but we at least want to be heroes in which we save our own lives from abject peril or at least a bad day. (laughs) All right. I thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode brought you value. If it did, please leave a rating or review wherever you're listening to this. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends, family, and strangers. Oh yeah. And don't forget to subscribe. I'll check you later. Thanks for listening. And as always, keep good company.